Hello and welcome to Avoiding the Predatory Mind, the podcast where we discuss how to apply critical thinking to avoid dangerous groups that try to usurp an individual's thoughts and emotions, specifically cults, multi-level marketing schemes, otherwise known as MLMs, and conspiracy theories. Welcome to the fifth episode, where I am going to go over a more specific example of a conspiracy theory, known as the anti-vax conspiracy. Put simply, anti-vaxxers are people who believe that people shouldn't be vaccinated, for various reasons, typically revolving around possible side effects of vaccines. However, the idea that vaccines cause harm is not where this stops. Typically, they accuse Big Pharma or the government of knowing the hidden truths of vaccines, thus making it a conspiracy according to our definition. This conspiracy not only creates distrust in regular science, but also medical science, which turns the distrust into vaccines into a possible distrust of doctors and traditional medicine in general, which could have unforeseen consequences causing many of the believers of anti-vax to turn to alternative medicine, sometimes even MLMs like Young Living. An important thing to note is that anti-vax beliefs can cause harm not only to the believers, but also the people who don't subscribe to that conspiracy. Vaccines deal with deadly diseases, and the more people who are vaccinated, the less the disease can spread. This is called herd immunity. However, some people can't get vaccinated due to various reasons. Most notably, a weakened immune system or severe allergies, and must rely on others to get vaccinated so that the disease is not able to spread to them. The key concept known as herd immunity is a major aspect of how vaccines can protect those who aren't vaccinated. The more people who are unvaccinated, the easier it is that the disease can spread to immunocompromised people, creating a dangerous scenario. So, are the risks worth the reward, or are anti-vaxxers correct in their belief that people should not get vaccinated? Next, I'm going to be listing some common arguments from anti-vaxxers and responses issued to them by the CDC, and then a more general response modeled after what the channel Kurzgesagt stated. The biggest argument is that vaccines cause autism, which is based off of one study done on less than 100 kids with a conflict of interest. This paper has since been disproven multiple times, many of the people who originally signed on it later regretting it and saying that they no longer support it, and further studies have already been done, all of which stated that vaccines have no link to autism. The MMR vaccine is given around the same time you'd expect autism symptoms to be shown. That does not mean they are related. Rather, that they just have a similar time frame. The next one is a compilation of points basically stating that vaccines are unsafe and not worth the risk due to various supposed health effects. However, the CDC states that there are no supporting studies relating vaccines to any long-term health effects. Any side effects are attributable to allergic reactions most of the time, and deaths are so rare that we only know of one that has happened in the centuries since vaccines have existed. Toxins that are supposedly in vaccines are completely harmless. 
due to the fact that bodies produce or absorb these toxins in much greater quantities daily, according to the CDC. There are more points that anti-vaxxers like to make, however, these are the most prevalent ones, and Kyrgyzat sums it up nicely in their video where they essentially state that, the dangers of a disease like measles are significantly greater in magnitude and far more likely than any possible side effect caused by vaccines, and that the biggest side effects of vaccines are fewer dead children. In this next segment, I would like to talk about why anti-vax is a conspiracy theory and compare it to the EU's model. Now, unlike the BITE model, these points are broad and not in any particular order, so I'm going to start with what the EU lists as common traits in conspiracy theories. Does anti-vax allege a secret plot? This is a tricky one, as different anti-vaxxers believe different things. Some say microchips are in vaccines. Others just say that is an easy target to make money with health concerns as a side effect. However, in general, they allege that Big Pharma, or even sometimes the government, are actively making vaccines harmful for some reason. So that would absolutely be a yes. They do allege a secret plot, and in terms of conspirators, they aren't as specific as you might see in other theories, but generally doctors and other medical experts and providers are the supposed conspirators, the ones causing the problem. The supposed evidence that they have is mostly emotionally driven, with only one scientific study in their favor which has been repeatedly debunked, so they score high here too. Do they believe nothing happens by accident? This may seem like a tricky one, however, they believe that things like autism or anything else they might see as a defect is or can be caused by vaccines, and often shame parents who vaccinate their kids for giving them autism. So I would absolutely say, yes they do. Questions 5 and 6 are very similar. Do they divide the world into good and evil and scapegoat another group? As mentioned before, doctors are the common scapegoat and are typically demonized, although Big Pharma is a major target as well. These six descriptors seem to heavily describe the anti-vax community, although some do it a bit better than others. That brings up the next question. How did this theory spread? While I can't say for certain, it definitely seems to be fear-based via emotional anecdotes, meaning it thrives on the fear of people who believe that vaccines can cause irreparable damage, but the people who spread it typically do so out of a form of kindness, believe it or not. If you believe that this treatment that billions of people worldwide use is harmful, then why would you not tell everybody? Further down in this article, there are more points detailing how to tell if something is a conspiracy, which paints an even clearer picture than the one we already see. Anti-vax matches pretty much all of them as well. There are many self-proclaimed experts, or people who claim to know experts without any evidence. Much of the claims made by anti-vaxxers is said to come from these experts and is usually anecdotal, and never appears to be scientifically based but rather emotionally charged and demonizes doctors and other health officials. Before I close off this episode, I would just like to say, like always, if you want to look at the articles I used in this episode, they're in the description below. Now, there are more harms to this conspiracy than just hurting immunocompromised people. 
Put simply, it creates a distrust in all medical practices because it really isn't that hard to take a leap from vaccines cause autism to think that blood transfusions are evil and chemo is ineffective. This can be life-threatening as many anti-vaxxers turn to alternative medicines when things go awry, and that doesn't always end well. It just goes to show how a rather simple conspiracy theory can lead in a far more dangerous one. Though I am not an expert, I have noticed a pattern that many people in one conspiracy seem to be more likely to believe in another. For instance, it would not be that hard to jump from Flat Earth to anti-vax or vice versa. This is because if you believe that one aspect of science is at best wrong and at worst intentionally malicious, then it won't be as hard to believe that another aspect of science is exactly the same. This creates a distrust in science as a whole that can spiral out of control on the drop of a dime. For instance, once COVID-19 started, the anti-vax conspiracy picked up again, especially when the vaccine was announced. There was a hashtag trending on Twitter to cancel Bill Gates because people thought he was putting microchips in the COVID-19 vaccine. These accusations are ironic, considering that nothing that he could get from a microchip couldn't also be gotten from the cell phone or laptop they used to start this conspiracy in the first place. This is why critical thinking is important, because they had an inherent distress in vaccines they jumped to nonsensical conclusions, which they only seem to care about when related to vaccines. Now, that's all I have for you today. Remember to stay safe and think critically.